Lieutenant Blue McCoy was the point man, leading the six other men of Sealed Team 10's Alpha Squad across the marsh-like ground. He moved painstakingly slowly, inch by inch through the darkness, touching, feeling the soft, loamy earth, searching for booby traps and landmines before actually putting his weight down on any one spot. He watched the shadows, scanning the brush in front of him, memorizing the placement of each faintly silhouetted leaf and branch, alert to even the most minute movement. The sounds of the night surrounded him. Insects buzzed and clicked. A dog barked maybe a mile away. An owl called through the darkness, its eerie cry proclaiming itself lord of this nocturnal domain, king of this night world. It was a world in which Blue McCoy belonged, a world where he could lead a group of men so silently and invisibly through the darkness that the crickets at their feet didn't sense their presence. It had taken them more than an hour to cross the open field. Five more yards and they'd be in the cover of the brush. They'd be able to move faster then. Faster, but no less cautiously. Blue listened, so in tune with the land around him that he was the night. His heart beat slowly in time with the silent, age-old rhythm of the earth, and he thought of nothing, nothing but survival. All the noises and sounds of the Air Force base where Alpha Squad had been just ten hours earlier had long since evaporated, leaving only the night. There were six other men behind him, but Blue heard not a sound from any of them. He knew they were there only from faith, but it was a faith in which he had no doubts. The other seals were guarding his back as he led them forward. He knew they would die to protect him, as certainly as he would give his life for them. Blue sniffed the air and froze, catching a faint, musky odor. But a second sniff convinced him that it was only an animal, some kind of rodent that moved as silently through the night as he did. It wasn't a human smell and human animals were the prey he was hunting tonight. Directly through the woods, dead ahead at twelve o'clock, forty yards distant, was a cabin. According to the spooks from FinCom, the agents from the Federal Intelligence Commission, inside the cabin was United States Senator Mike Branford's fifteen-year-old daughter, Karen. The latest infrared satellite photos of the cabin revealed that at least four members of the terrorist group that had kidnapped her were inside the cabin with her. Another ten people were sleeping in a second structure, twenty yards to the northeast. And two five-man units of terrorists patrolled the surrounding woods. Only minutes ago, one of the units had come within four feet of Blue and the Alpha Squad. The unit commander had lit a cigarette, tossing the smoking match inches from Blue's hand, before ordering his men to move on. With their faces painted green and black, and with their intensive SEAL training, experience and discipline, Alpha Squad was invisible, embraced by the darkness, and shrouded by the cloak of night. As the SEALs positioned themselves in the brush that surrounded the cabin, Blue turned to look at his commanding officer and good friend, Lieutenant Joe Catalanato. Blue could barely see Joe Cat's face in the darkness, but he saw the man's nod. Time to go.